This is a podcast about two sisters raised in an effed up family. My name is Christine. I am Jesse's older sister. I was raised by a gaslighting, manipulative mother who raised me to believe people either rejected you or weren't rejecting you. My father was a crazy, racist, vulgar alcoholic who was in and out of my life. And my name is Jesse. I'm Christine's little sister. I was raised solely by the crazy, racist father who raised me to believe I had to earn or buy someone's love. Hello to all of our Family Burrito listeners out there whose father's hard partying ways would wake you up in the middle of the night on a school night because he was getting drunk with strippers. Welcome back to the Family Burrito Podcast, episode 23. My name is Christine. My sister Jesse and I created this podcast as a way to heal our father's hard partying ways in order to heal our childhood drunk stripper wounds. Hey, Jesse. Hey. <laughs> I feel like that was a lot to say. It's like, and it was a lot so to experience many wounds, too. And now we have stripper wounds. <laughs> yeah. We got stripper wounds. We've got, uh, I don't know, chemical wounds. What are the kind of wounds we got, Jesse? Costco wounds. And those are fresh. Those are fr- very fresh. <laughs> very fresh. How has your week been? It's been good. I, um, you know, went to school and work and the gym because, and that's about it. That's my life now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, oh, I'm sleepy. I'm sleepy. I'm happy. I am, um, just a lot, a lot of wonderful things going on, a lot of kind of decisions I'm trying to figure out. But I, you know me, I want to start with you because I want to hear about the welding. How's the welding going? Oh, good. Um, I made, I made a 90 on my Woo. first like official welding project, I suppose. Just, mm-hmm. It's called a flat plate, you know, just to show you can do it. Um, and then we use different size electrodes. Um, and then that's basically it for now on that end. Cause like it's in every, like a, every five weeks we start like a new thing. Mm-hmm. So next week is like our lot, the last of the five weeks, the first mm-hmm. five weeks. So we're kind of just transitioning and just in the lab all the time, like just learning how to perfect your weld. But. That's, that's super cool. What's, what's your favorite thing been so far about it? Um, it, it's hands-on, like you Mm -hmm. get to see your result, you know what I mean? You Mm -hmm. get to see your progress, you get to see how it needs to be versus like how you did it, you know, Mm -hmm. um, where I feel like some things aren't as tangible, you Mm -hmm. know, right? the tangibility of it. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't wait to just build a bunch of shit. (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah and I know what you mean because when I was in like regular nursing school um it was just I mean yes we had clinicals and stuff but it was so much classroom time like when I graduated regular nursing school I mean I didn't really feel very prepared and because there's so many different parts of nursing you can do you know and I really didn't learn my job until I started my job you know right. and, and they and that's why they have you know, all these internship programs and all this stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I look back on it because when I graduated nursing school, I started, um, I mean, the only job I worked was 
um, trauma ICU level one, which level one means that's where the helicopters come. That's the gunshot wounds, the, you know, amputations, you know, brains coming out the nose and the ears, you know, airplane crashes. And, you know, so um, I purposely chose that because I knew I was going to go into mental health nurse practitioner school. And I knew there was going to be all kinds of other pieces to that, you know, school than, than just like the mental health part, you know, because when you have mental health patients, it, they don't just have mental health issues. It's they have all kinds of medical issues as well. They're all intertwined. Right. So I knew this what was smart for me for school was to do that. Um, and I did that for five years. I mean, I still have occasional dreams about it. Like I'm back in the ICU and I don't know what to do, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like during the pandemic, um, when it was really bad, um, they were asking nurse practitioners to come work in the ER or the ICU. And I was like, I can't do it. <laughs> I just scared. I just, I never felt, I mean, I never felt like I knew what I was doing, you know, and I'm sure a lot of nurses in that setting feel that way, unless you're like a vet, 20 year plus veteran, but I just, I, you know, you're 12 hour shifts and you feel like you were chasing your tail the whole time, you know, and you never get to see the outcome. All you're doing is stabilizing, stabilizing, stabilizing. That's it. Oh yeah. Cause that's all that's important. So you can get them into surgery, right? Surgery or, you know, get out of it, the, get their blood pressure better, figure out what's, what's going on, what kind of, you know, why they're septic, you know, those kinds of things. Um, so I, um, yeah, I don't, I definitely don't miss that job. I mean, I made a lot of wonderful friends, still friends with them. Um, because when I ended up graduating, um, mental health nurse practitioner school, I remained in the same hospital, just a different area, the psychiatric park. So I've lived like two lives in that hospital. It's pretty cool. So um, I, I love seeing the, because sometimes I'll have to uh, go see a psychiatric consult on the ICU, in the ICU. And so I love get to, I love to see my friends and, um, you know, haven't seen in a while and catching up. So um yeah. So yeah, I know what you mean. It's like, well, I will say though, when I went through nurse practitioner school and I graduated, I was like 85% ready. I, I knew everything and there was just, you know, uh, getting comfortable with med management and stuff like that was um, the part that just needed to take a while. Right. <laughs> that, I think that's where I'd be the most scared when she started fucking with medicine, like being able to prescribe medicine. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> well and the thing is with mental health there's so many options and but and and not everyone's going to agree on how to do it which is cool too like i mean there's no one way because with uh, mental health you know it's not an exact science you know what i mean and so you you go based on symptoms you know but like somebody could say i have adhd um i can't concentrate also, you know, you, people can't concentrate or are anxious or have depression. So, and always anyone, uh, you know, society were conditioned that if you can't concentrate, you have ADHD. That's not true. Yeah. Right. Right. Most, most people do not have ADHD. <laughs> you know? uh, that, yeah. No, you're right. Cause I live with somebody that does have it and boy, is it a fucking roller coaster. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Like he wakes up at 6am and he's like ready to go. And I'm like, bro, like, Mm-hmm. how are you just so ready and mm-hmm. then he's like did you know did you know i'm like i know you need to shut the fuck up yeah yeah <laughs> like a mile a minute man 
and 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 like for somebody that doesn't have ADHD well I like have spats of ADD like I have mm-hmm. always had that but I'm not hyper I don't have it like he does <laughs> right 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 and plus and plus you know jesse you're human design you're a projector and you only have a certain amount of energy per day and it's very important for you to have slow mornings per your human design by the way yeah no that's why i mostly just listen to him now like he's like a news channel like he's like one of those talking heads on fucking fox or cnn i'm just Mm. like just taking everything he says with a grain of salt and it's kind of like an entertainment factor because I have to be, I have to turn it like into something positive mm-hmm. or then I'm just cranky all day. <laughs> right. So he's telling you the news? Um, Kind of. He'll be like, you know, did you know that the compression ratio of this engine and this engine did, but, you know, just stupid, mm-hmm. like nonsensical mm-hmm. things that I'm yeah. really paying attention to, but he really wants to tell me. Yeah. And as his friend, I'm like, Okay, I'll listen-ish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I need to, you know what? I need to revisit he, his human design because that's probably coming from one of his um, centers and it's probably like one of the motor centers. Um, I'll, I'll have to look at He has at a that. cousin that is exactly like him. Really? They both talk and when they're on the phone with each other, the conversation's hilarious because they're both talking like at the same time. Oh my God. It's hilarious. Are they talking about the same thing? Yeah, and they're arguing too. Like they're arguing, <laughs> arguing together mm-hmm. while ta- like they're both talking and arguing about the same thing. And then like Michael will like give his cousin like a minute to talk, and then he's like, "Just fuck off!" And like he'll start talking. Like, it's a whole thing. Wow, they should do a podcast. They yeah, <laughs> nobody will learn anything, but right laugh. And you'll feel you'll feel even more confused and frustrated when you're done with it. <laughs> but you will feel like you have a better, like a higher um, intelligence level. <laughs> yeah, you're. Yeah, yeah, you're like you know what? <laughs> My IQ is. Um, speaking of IQ, I feel like mine's gone down a few points because Jesse, I'm in you're love. Drugged. No, <laughs> I'm in love. I am so in love. I am just still just. I'm having a great time with my guy. <sighs> he's wonderful. And well, that's good. Yes. He's just wonderful. I've just never met anybody like this before. It was just on the same wavelength and um, been through a lot of the same things like in our marriages and stuff. And, um, you know, we're just really good people and, you know, we're really, uh, you know, into money and investing and, and, you know, leaving a legacy for our children. And, um, you know, we're not in a hurry to get married, but we do want to have a goal of that one day and, um, you know, making arrangements for that. So I just, he's just wonderful. Well, that's good. I'm glad you found him. And it was uh, on eHarmony. Yeah. E-Harmony. Yeah. Shout out to E-Harmony. Yeah. Where <laughs> dreams come true finally after 20 people asking if I was shaved or not. <laughs> I don't know what that laugh was, but. <laughs> I don't know either. Um, it sounded like a clown demon. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that came out of my body. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, so everything's good on the love life front. And then, um, you know, I'm back from Costa Rica, and so I'm getting back into the swing of things, and I just, you know, I've been, 
just trying to, when I first started doing all this business stuff, I was so into the marketing piece because I didn't have anybody helping me really. I mean, a little bit, but not consistently. And so basically I've been my own like social media manager, digital marketer, but now I'm just like, so I'm like over it. I want to, I want to actually be helping people. I can't help people just by creating a slide. I guess I can help a little bit, but um, I want to talk to the folks on the street. So anyways, um, so I, you know, I figured that, figured out that part of my passion is helping nurses with burnout. And so that I'm super excited about that because I, when I had coronavirus back in April of 2020, and then I had the long COVID symptoms, I was burned out. And I am starting to find out after talking to nurse after nurse and hearing their story that same thing, they had long COVID symptoms and they were burned out. And you know, what's also interesting, Jesse, a lot of them got divorced as well. Dang, these long COVID symptoms. So again, Michael and I both had long COVID symptoms. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael's shit's still not the same like yours. And mm-hmm. he is, it makes him mad. Yeah. Well, and you know, and for me, I'm like, well, I already knew it was going to change my DNA when I got this shit. Cause that's like it, that's what it is. It's like, changes your dna it's an mr mrna right like that's what it is so no i mean yes that's that has nothing to do with it burnout is basically equals adrenal gland fatigue so we so we it's so interesting i was listening to this podcast earlier it's called on purpose and he's talking about the stages of burnout and how there's early signs and all that stuff um but burnout can come in ways of, you know, of course, fatigue and, and feeling uh, like the things that you li- used to like as far as your job, you don't like them anymore. You're very short fused. But yeah, I mean, leading up to that, when I had long COVID symptoms, I mean, I definitely was frustrated, a lot of frustration. I was angry. I remember a year before that, I was so like had professional depression because just the particular unit I worked on, it just, there was not a lot of accountability. Things were going on and I was fighting for my patients and I felt like I wasn't being heard. In fact, I felt almost retaliated against yeah. for speaking out on things that were going on um, that were not right. Um, so, um, but finally that got, you know, new management came in and then they fixed it um, and saw all the, the areas and there's been an overhaul of a whole bunch of things, but I was exhausted. And so, like I said, we've, we're all in fight or flight. Like, I mean, just going through the drive through ordering food, that's fight or flight. Getting a text message, we grab our phone real fast, fight or flight. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we, there are so many, we don't even realize, you know, it's almost like our body is like keeping tally. And so anytime there is this reaction where we feel like we have to hurry or it's pressure, fight or flight. And mm. so. Yeah. So, so the long COVID symptoms for me anyways, but I'm starting to see a pattern is this fight or flight burnout shit. So I, I want to help nurses with burnout. Um, I'm going to start there because, you know, there is, there was already a shortage in nursing already. And now people are really like, I don't want to do this anymore. And so there's people leaving healthcare. And so before healthcare just completely collapses because there's no one to work, I really want to help those people, um, you know, because really, if I look at all the people, my friends and all that who are nurses, 
most of us have codependence. Uh, well, yeah, I'm well, it's all, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. But this is also a thing to me that makes absolutely no sense. It's like, okay, we need more nurses, but then we're going to like mandate all these rules for the nurses during the pandemic. Like that mostly all had COVID already like twice. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe three times. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and then, so let's mandate like their health. So like most of them leave, right? Mm-hmm. Because they don't want to get the vaccine at the age of 32. Mm-hmm. And then um, like, I'm not even anti-vaxxer. Like I'll go get my fucking tetanus shot and like eight, like whatever, like my HPV vaccine, all, all that shit. Right. Mm-hmm. But this was so new. And I was like, so I could feel like the anxiety for people to get yeah. something that they didn't know anything about right mm-hmm. like even as a nurse like you only know so much about science yeah well and the thing is right and so like you know the beginning of the pandemic and even throughout the pandemic even before the vaccine and all that like man it was there was so people were dying left and right like you know i have a friend that works one of the covid icu um units and you know we've talked about that like you know, there was so much stress, I mean, just in everywhere, you know, and, you know, my unit was the first to get it out of the entire hospital. And we had this invincibility almost thing, like, we're not going to get it because we're, our building is not attached to the hospital. It's like off campus. And we were the first to get it. And so it, and then after that, it just spread like wildfire. And then it's like, you know, comes in waves, like just when you think that it's gone, you know, it's back again. And right. so, um, it's like you can't ever it's like childhood it's like you can't get comfortable because the thing that next crappy thing is around the corner yeah you know? and that made a lot of nurses scared too like why would they want to risk something that could potentially kill them as well like right 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 because you know there wasn't a lot of information about it yeah and you know um you know and then you know hospitals a business and they're going to do what they have to do to protect themselves and so, you know, there's just so much confusion and chaos, which is like childhood, you know. And so, then remember that girl I told you who got fired from the hospital that you work at because what she said in the early stages of the pandemic. Refresh my memory, what she said. So she like recorded a video for TikTok and she recorded the hallways of the hospital. Mm-hmm. And she said, see, we're so we're so at capacity. Our ICs are so full. <laughs> but it was an empty waiting room. Mm. So uh, she got fired for that, even though she didn't like show the name of the hospital and she didn't like mm-hmm. show any patients. She still got fired because somebody snitched. Yeah. Well, and there's a lot of disinformation out there, too. And then also, too, like I have a friend of mine whose boyfriend got COVID and they were at a particular hospital in the ER and the nurse like started talking to them about basically encouraging them not to get the vaccine and just to take vitamins. When, uh, you know, this particular hospital is like, you know, please get the vaccine because there are people still dying in the ICU because they didn't get the vaccine. Right. Right. And that's why, like, I think that we just need more information. Like you said, if we just had more information, then we can make an educated decision on if we want to get it or not. Right. But like, they're like, oh, well, there's only so much information we have right now about Uh, the vaccine in general. And then like, even in like a hundred years, you're not really going to know anything (laughs) about the vaccine. Well, yeah. And also too, if you have a collective of people that are like anti-government or anti-whatever, 
you know, they're not going to, they're going to, they're, you're not going to change their mind. Even if they have a family member who dies, they're not going to change it. Cause that's been seen time after time and time. Yeah. It's that group. They fall in that group think kind of mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Well, that's where I'm like, this is where we just need to be independent and make our own decision. I, I don't give a fuck what you do in your daily life. I don't care what you put in your body, honestly, either. Like, mm-hmm. It's your body. Yeah. Um, but I kind of expect the same respect. Like I expect the same respect from other people. Like, you know what I mean? I'm just like, I shouldn't, I have that ability to kind of gauge my own, like, I'm not around a lot of people. I'm not around a lot of old people. So I'm not, I don't think I'm putting a lot of people at risk. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you don't get the vaccine, right. Mm-hmm. Like that might be their point of view. And then somebody that gets the vaccine, why well, I'm around a lot of old people. So I'm going to get the vaccine and I'm going to get boosted every mm-hmm. time there's a booster like um people also i think they made it like they, they made you feel like you're not a good person if you don't get it too and i i'm like that's that's not cool like well and that's, <laughs> i mean i i know i have a friend of mine who um was anti-vaccination anti-vaxxer and which and he, he you know he told me like you know he would have family members or friends you know or acquaint whatever you know, like, I can't believe you're doing this. And there'd be like this whole argument and debate. And I'm just like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't. So people, the reason they're like, you should get this is because they're scared. They're scared. Right. right? That's it's what they fear. want. To do. They like, that's what the government, the, whoever, the elite, whatever you want to call them. Yep. That's what they wanted. They wanted yes. to be scared, afraid at home. Yes. 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 Watching yes. fucking Grey's Anatomy. Yes. And then, or whatever dumbass show that we're all watching, what we were watching, Tiger King during the pandemic. So, mm-hmm. like, they wanted this from us. <clears throat> but then now, we're stuck into this group think, though. Like, if you don't think like me, then delete me. Yeah, yeah, and that's been that way forever, right? It's just getting, I mean, I don't know. It feels like people say, oh, this this is just, it's just getting worse. But I'm like, it's all the same. Like 30 years ago, like politics and all that, it's all the same. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? But and now we it, have Facebook to be mean to each other on. Like, you know what I mean? Right, like, right, like right. The girl Courtney, she was like, oh, you're racist because I said we need to pray for Trump like a while ago. It was like when he was president and mm-hmm. all I said was we need to pray for him because mm-hmm. boy, he looks so tired. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I wouldn't want to be the president. I wouldn't want that job. I feel like we should pray for Biden as well. Like are, are all the Republicans going to come for me now too? Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't make any sense to me. So um, she's like, you're racist. And I'm just like, you have no clue. Like, yeah, <laughs> you're yeah. the furthest clue from anything. But I'm glad you think I'm racist because everybody else thinks you, that yeah, told you that I'm racist. Doing, what she's doing is making an assumption, um, which most of us make assumptions, which are not even true, you know? Yeah. And, but again, it all goes back to belief. Like, it all goes back to belief. If you believe someone's a piece of shit because they didn't get a vaccine, that's your belief. Like, and you know, what's really cool about beliefs, you can change them. You can right. actually question them and go, is this really true? Is this really true? Because that's the thing that the government wants. Yeah. And you need to get people's perspectives. Like my friend Twee, she is Asian. And um, I was like, do you really think Trump's racist? Or she's like, yeah, because he called it the China virus. Mm-hmm. And then like, you know, she's like, my kids have been getting all this hate, you know, like Asian mm-hmm. hate basically. And I'm like, oh, my God, if I was ever around anybody that talks shit to your kids or you, I would kick their fucking ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I, I'm like, I would not ever tolerate 
anybody being racist around like that would just not be okay with me and you know but again I'm like but I had to hear her perspective on why she thought he was racist right right and you know with Trump like I don't even think he's racist I just think he's such a sad human being because think about how he grew up he didn't have I'm sure and I'm making an assumption just based on his narcissistic severe narcissistic disorder like yeah those people like my mother same thing like they didn't get any love he is trump is that and same with my mom is that freaking toddler the two to three year old in the corner screaming because they want love and they're not getting it right so so what happens is they build this they their egos are so fragile you know and so they the things that they say like projection is what actually what they're saying about themselves you know so if he's saying asians blah 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 he's talking about himself his ego is so fragile yeah you know and so there are many perspectives and many dynamics and there are many truths to many things and we in our programming and conditioning however it is we make our own judgment and assumption and it's half most of the time it's it's not that it's not true it's just a little bit of the truth there's multiple things that are involved in that what like is cognitive behavioral therapy Mm -hmm. it teaches you that like your thoughts aren't reality Mm -hmm. so think about that (laughs) yeah (laughs) well and spirituality teach you your thoughts are form your own reality so we all form our own reality right but that that aren't actually reality it's like we're in the simulation that we created ourselves almost yeah yeah. And then, then we fall into this whole, oh, we have to be in this group or we're bad people. Yeah. Because that's your ego. Your ego wants to label and categorize everything. You don't need a label for anything. Like, you know what I mean? Like you don't need a label for anything. Yeah. And then it even goes further into, you know, you're like my little sister, Sierra. Um, it's so funny because like she, she goes on Facebook rants, like, you know, everybody does. Right. I think mm-hmm. everybody goes on Facebook rants. And, um, but her Facebook rants are funny. <laughs> really? Yeah, because she's like, um, hello. Um, if you basically think that it's okay, if you don't think it's okay for people to feel comfortable in their own body and like teach people about sexuality that fits their needs, like then delete me now or something like that. And I can see what she meant. Like I knew what she meant, but I, I was like, man, people are going to think that you're like saying, let's teach five-year-olds about sex. (laughs) Well, and she's like assuming people give a shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, she's actually creating, I I will, I'll probably tell you this. She's actually probably creating a scenario that's not even happening. Well, it's her ego. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, she has this little boy, Cameron, my nephew, he's so smart and everything. I love him to death. But, you know, she has a few family members that get upset with her because he plays in her makeup. And she's like, dude it's like he can do whatever the f- he wants mm-hmm. you know he might be an excellent makeup artist one day because mm-hmm. she allowed him to play in his makeup mm-hmm. you know i'll love him he could be an alien and i'll love him i don't care but it's yeah one of those things where you know other everybody else has to have an opinion on how she raises her kid basically. yeah yeah like then, that's where that came from you know right I mean? and something that i um read i don't know maybe it was like six months ago it's not what they did or said. It's your reaction to it. Right. Like, don't be like, okay. Like everybody had to talk shit about Will Smith slapping Chris Rock, you know, mm-hmm. or like they had to take sides and everything. Mm-hmm. And again, we don't know the full scenario. We don't know the full story. Like 
we're not celebrities and Will Smith is almost like royalty you know what I mean so mm-hmm. every little thing he does wrong we're like oh my god I can't believe he did that yeah and, and and it's funny my thing is I was like oh that was all purposeful to get media attention I was yeah, upset if you, yeah if you look at Chris Rock's body language when he went up there and hit him it was like he was knew it was coming so that's the thing and that's my own assumption because you know the Kardashians and all they do all this stuff for media you know right and so you know, I, I just, all of that, just, it, they're, and they're all a bunch of actors, right? They're and you can actors. call it an educated opinion as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's but just it's not like, proof. <laughs> yeah. Right. And so, you know, and plus too, like with celebrities, when's the last time you've actually heard about celebrities? Like they've kind of been out of the news because of the pandemic. The pandemic's a celebrity. And now that's, a, you know, going away allegedly. Now we got to get the celebrities back into it, right? Well, yeah. The only person you've been hearing about is Joe Rogan because everybody's, freaking mad about him talking yeah. <laughs> i mean know? yeah because of the i don't even know i just it's just, well, it's it's just so- everybody's reactive everybody wants opinion it's like people think they've got to choose sides and it doesn't even fucking matter none of it i know and right I, and like and i'm the same way so i'm guilty of it right immediately i'm like oh my god i need to make like a reaction statement because people care what oh, I you're think. You're so funny. You're like the press secretary. Oh my god, I've, I've, you're you have your own illusions and delusions. That's so yes. funny. Oh my god, that's so, you know what, Jesse? I really need you to like to get in front of a podium and have like an actual press fake press conference with Joe Rogan. Like, were you defending him? I'm assuming you're defending him, right? Oh, oh, I always defend. I have to defend every comedian ever mm-hmm. because that's their job. And mm-hmm. then I'm also gonna. Um, defend the freedom of speech because yeah man that's one of the things that i love about this country yeah so and we were like one of the first countries to have this mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. like this is such a blessing and yeah. and then our government is just like trying to strip it away you know that's why elon musk is like I- i'm just gonna make twitter whatever like free speech mm-hmm. all around because he's not he's not you know he's south african so he comes here and he's like man this is america that i love why are you trying to destroy the america i love mm-hmm. and that's and that's like how i feel like okay so of course i'm going to defend joe rogan and i also but again but with the will smith and chris rock that's why i was like oh my god i have to make a reaction statement I you're so to- funny i really need you to buy a, a podium like <laughs> or make one out of card <gasps> weld one. Oh my god weld yeah, well, a podium <laughs> well people really care what i have to say possibly it doesn't like- matter but it doesn't matter i just need that tiktok video asap okay so right. i need you to weld make out of cardboard <laughs> yes, I don't made of tape. i don't care i don't care make a podium and have like the seal on the front of it with like your picture with some sunglasses like ray-bans or, or maybe when you were a kid one of your kid ones where you got sunglasses on right right and then yeah. i need you to do a fake freaking press conference jesse <laughs> yes because i think that would be a great like satire <laughs> yeah what are we gonna call it jesse's what oh <laughs> jesse's reaction <laughs> Yeah, Jesse's reaction. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not like good thinking of names on the spot. Well, I'll I'll definitely think <laughs> of one because this is we're sitting on a gold mine, Jesse, and um, I don't like that you're not using this talent. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and my voice really travels, you know, so I can use it. Um, yes, it does. Um, it travels very far and very high. Oh, I saw Craig Robertson, the guy from The Office. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I saw him at Comedy Works. Mm-hmm. And we were front row, 
and it was so funny. Do you know who Louis Dix is? He's uh-uh. like an actor. Um, he was also there, and they were just like making jokes on us and everything. But they called Mike uh, Craig Robinson called Michael the White Craig Robinson. <laughs> I was like, you have no idea. But he like played his keyboard the whole time and like mm-hmm. sang songs and stuff. And he was like, take your panties off. Oh, see, see, Okay, okay. Listen, you can do the podium, and I'll be on keyboard, and I'll be like, "Let me see your camel toe." Come on, let me see it. <laughs> well, <laughs> Jesse, that's all I know, baby girl. You have a great night. You too. I love you. I love you too. To be continued. Bye. To be continued. Bye.